All right, what's up? Free Dunkin' Donuts, jelly donut, free things, because it's Hanukkah. Why aren't they, <laughs> what? Why isn't it a latka donut or something? You never had jelly donuts on Hanukkah? See, you're not no. an East Coast Jew. You don't know nothing. I don't know. No- <laughs> I was born on the East Coast. I've never done Hanukkah. On the yeah, East Coast, no. Jelly right. donuts is a is a uh, definitely an East Coast. Ha- Jeremy, back me up here. Yeah, it's uh, it's oil related because you fry donuts. Like the reason why you have latkes is because you fry them right. in oil, and the oil is like you know they put it in the thing, and it kept burning for so damn long. You know, it's like that. Yeah. But just imagine instead of latkes, you have you have jelly donuts. Usually, I find that families do one or the other. No. It's usually you're a latke family or a jelly donut family. See, no, we were both, but it's jelly donuts because Jews have terrible desserts. So it was the best possible dessert you could have that wasn't depressing. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It might. Yeah. In my head, when you said that, I was like, it should be like full of applesauce and sour cream or what no. or some such nonsense. In the parking lot of my uh, hometown, the train station parking lot where they put the giant light up menorah. The Dunkin' Donuts would pass out free jelly donuts, and you'd be like, yeah, this is why I'm here, baby. (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of 1 to 10, how accurate is Uncut Gems about Hanukkah? I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) I have seen it. They do Passover in that movie. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And it isn't very accurate because there's no way fucking the, the fat Jewish is actually sitting through a Passover without, like... Is that guy I in know, that movie? Doing coke. <laughs> Fat Jews in that movie? They put him in the movie. Oh, uh, boo. I know. Okay, everybody, I know you all. Wait, what was he in the movie? He's just at, he's at the Seder table. <laughs> so they just shoehorned him in the movie? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> They're like, where will we find a Jew? In- where can we find a Jew in Manhattan? A funny Jew? No way. <laughs> Has everybody seen The Irishman? No. no. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. There's. I'm not gonna tell you what scene it is, but Action Bronson is in it, and it sucks. It sucks so oh, much ass. Oh yeah, it sucks he sucks. So much ass. I imagine it's the same sort of thing in Uncut Gems, where like you're you're plotting along, and and but Jordan, you said that you liked it, so maybe it's not really Uncut quite Gems as much of a plot. Uncut Gems is amazing. Irishman blows. It's really bad. Uh, but there's a point at, in it where you're like, well, we're almost at the end now. Like, I'll just kind of like sit through the last bit. And then out of nowhere, Action Bronson shows up and you're like, well, I didn't think this could get much worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. It, it's the, the, the fat Jewish cameo is really upsetting because like five seconds before you're like, oh my God, Judd Hirsch. Awesome. Oh. And then the camera cuts and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Oy yeah, vey. it is infuriating. Oive is correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen up, Schlemiels. Welcome to Pod Minutes to Cast Seder. <laughs> it's the two minutes to late night podcast Seder. <laughs> and much like a Seder at anybody's house, we're going to be arguing today. Yeah. Guys, welcome to an argument po- I'm just kidding. It's a debate podcast. We're doing a debate episode. We haven't done one in a little while. Um, and since it's the holidays and we want to give each other gifts, what, we're going to give each other the gifts of topics, I guess. Um, this episode is going to be judged by Drew. Hello, I'm Judge Drew Kaufman, and I am wearing sunglasses indoors because I suck. Hollywood's changed you, baby. Yeah. yeah. What even are you bought the the weirdest sunglasses? I don't know. You look like a Beetleborg without the rest of the helmet. So I don't. Yeah, know. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Beetleberg. Um, it's, it's it's Hanukkah. Beetleberg. All right. Uh, you're here with the rest of the two minutes to late night writers room. Oh hi, I'm Lucy Steiner, and my favorite way of murdering is punching. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Have you classic. killed with punches before? I mean, I I think it's like uh, it's uh, probably the coolest way to murder someone because you're just using your fists. That's true. What about a strangling? Strangling. I feel like anyone can strangle under the right circumstances. But a punch to death is specifically badass. Yeah, I mean, one punch is the best. <laughs> <laughs> like one punch man. Yes. The hit yeah. anime. I'm going to keep bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> Punch murder is really cool, but like punch suicide is really special. Oh my god! Yeah. There's got to be one, right? I'm gonna go punch myself in the garage. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein didn't punch himself. <laughs> god damn it! Say I'm it. I'm so don't. happy this year is almost over. Uh, uh, I'm America's sweetheart, Katie Rose Leon, and I like to kill with kindness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm Jeremy Hammond, and I saw a picture on Twitter today of David Koresh, and his outfit was so cool, it kind of fucked up my day. I don't even remember who David Koresh is. He was like the that. guy from the uh, the Waco church massacre oh, thing. Oh, uh, yeah. What are they called? The new new Adventists or something like that? Seventh Day. They're a break off of that. Anyways, the uh, a cult. He had a cult, and they stockpiled weapons. And then the FBI came and uh, murdered every last one of them. <laughs> it was a classic of the nineties. Yeah, right. A hit of the nineties. Right, right, right. Has, has anyone else here ever been to Waco, Texas? No. no. I've been to Waco, Texas, and uh, they've done a lot. They put a lot of money into their. Uh, uh, their marketing to make you remember that that's where Dr. Pepper was created and not where a lot of people were killed by the um, It's going to be very funny when someday some radical takes over Dr. Pepper and renames it David Koreshper. <laughs> it just ruins all of that for them. The siege at Pepperville. <laughs> well... Now that we've made it weird, I think it's time. Yeah, yeah, and I'm Jordan Olds, and I think just a good old-fashioned sword death is good enough for me. <laughs> That's well, where I'm at. Whatever happened to old-fashioned American for sword death? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're exporting our swords to other countries, and we need to keep sword deaths right here on U.S. soil. Absolutely, and you can get those American swords at our website, honorableswords.com. Where a man can be a man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, guys, before we get into the debate, um, it's the crimmy season. It's Crimbus uh, and Chandrickers. Um, my office is constantly playing Christmas music, which is the one Christmas song and version of that song that you can stand. Everybody's got one. Uh, mine is uh, the Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That's the only one I can stand. I was ready to throw myself out of my building, and then that came on, and it calmed me down. 
Uh, um, I so I used to work a shit fuck ton of retail, so I've spent a lot of time in the Christmas war. Yeah. Um, luckily, last time I had to do that, it was a scenario where I was working by myself most of the time. So while I was required to listen to Christmas music, I I had a little bit of control. So I actually made a new wave Christmas playlist, <gasps> and there's not a ton, but there are some okay shit in there there's so i actually have a few suggestions if you guys are suffering um and you like new wave because like i can't play like metal at a card store you know what i mean but i can i can get a you can get away with like twee 80s shit yeah and um, maybe a trans-siberian orchestra right exactly so uh book of love has a we three kings uh cover uh, squeeze has a christmas day song and then i also really love that pet shop boys song called uh it doesn't often snow at Christmas, which is this like <laughs> poison techno wasteland song of just like how it doesn't always snow at Christmas. And that's kind of a bummer. And it sucks. It, I love it so much. <laughs> it's very bombastic. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones on there that are worth uh, mentioning. Anybody else want to go? We favorite Christmas songs. Like a most bare. That didn't even. You don't even have to like it, but yeah. it's got to be tolerable. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I mean, Christmas songs in general are very deflating to me. Like, they always, yeah. like, feed the depression somehow. Yeah, yeah. it makes but, like, it every, everything's worse. But, like, there's one, there are certain ones where it's, like, there's a kind of, there's a nice quality to it. Like, I like the, you know, uh, John Lennon Christmas song, John Lennon Yoko Ono Christmas song. Mm. Uh, I like Mariah Carey's Christmas song. Yeah. It's kind of a fun one. But it's, like, most of it's just, like, yeah, it's, like... They're kind of good in the way that it's like they're good to lie down to <laughs> yeah. and contemplate death with. Yeah, they're they're good to punch yourself to death. Yes. Uh, mine is uh, mine is a fairly simple, uh, straightforward answer. Uh, Dominic the donkey. Yeah. yeah. Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> right. But do you actually uh, like it or do you like the I idea of it? I have to hear it at least once a year. <laughs> I have, it doesn't like Christmas doesn't work for me unless I hear the Italian Christmas donkey at least once. Ooh, uh, uh, mine would have to be uh, Elton John's "Step Into Christmas," not because it's a good song, but because it's so fucking stupid that yeah. I always have to think about what it means to step into Christmas. Which I assume is just like the name of Elton John's uh, like private plane. Like how David Lee Roth had Panama. I think Elton John has a plane called Christmas and it's full of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just you uh, like step on a tree. Yeah, I guess. I think it's like stepping in dog shit. Like, oh, I stepped yeah. into Christmas. Ah, fuck. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the mall now. I was just coming here to buy some batteries and I accidentally stepped in some Christmas. Or maybe, you know, Elton John is English. Maybe step into Christmas is like cockney rhyming slang for climbing my asshole. <laughs> Oi! Oh. <laughs> Oi, mate. All right. Are we ready to do this? Yay! Yeah. Yay. So if you haven't seen the first debate uh, or a special from Fest, what's happened is we've split the room up into two teams uh teams please introduce yourselves uh okay uh lucy and i are team uh leather team leather, <laughs> leather. don't look into it 
<laughs> Don't look into it. <laughs> what's our Katie? What's our team name? Me and Jordan are a team, and um, our team name is uh, the. Uh, Fucking! I can't get over that. That's so <laughs> weird. <A> team leather. <laughs> so weird. Um, I'm having trouble improvising That's, right now, fellas. All right, how about how about what was the fabric? I showed you like? Katie the picture of David Koresh. That's what's happened here. Yeah, it's really fucking me up. He looks like so many dudes I fucked in Portland. It's like really, really bothering me. You know, it's just like a pair of oversized glasses and a tight t-shirt does a lot for a man, and I hate that I know that about myself. Um, I believe that you guys are team cotton because Jordan is wearing one of our own shirts. No, no, no. We are team LeMay. LeMay is good. Thank you. What is is LeMay? I don't know what that is. It's a shiny spandex fabric, often metallic. You love to see it. Or we could be velour. Okay, yes, we're a team for lore. Lore and leather. Because we are luxurious <laughs> yeah. and underrated and trashy. Yeah, 100%. And we're lying around. <laughs> leather versus velour, a struggle older than time itself. Truly what Judah and the Maccabees fought for. Um, All I want to talk about now is how hot David Koresh is. I know! <laughs> <laughs> he was a good looking I have dude. shown Lucy the picture. <laughs> Is the, it's fucking is the me picture up. before or after he got burnt by the U.S. government? Oh, it's before, <laughs> baby. Hell yeah. All right. Well, so now we've got our teams, Team Valor and Team Leather. And as is tradition, I've written down like 25 bullshit things on pieces of paper, uh, cut them up, and thrown them into a hat. My black beanie's in the car, so we'll have to use the gray beanie. Ugh. Oh, no. <laughs> the B side. <laughs> We've left Brooklyn and we've gone upstate. It's a gray beanie. <laughs> um, judging by alphabetical, leather will go before velour because L comes first. And I also, because I'm 3,000 miles away, I'll be picking for you. Are you ready, leather? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Hell yeah. Velour? <laughs> as ready as will leather be. Oh, All right, this is going to be really good. <laughs> Team Leather, you have Donkey Kong. <laughs> and Team Velour, I swear this was an accident, you have Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Again, the tradition of Hanukkah lives on. So we're debating which is better? Yeah, we're Bruce debating which is better. Okay. Team Leather, you have two minutes. Do you have the clock, Drew? <laughs> clock is rolling. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, well, I feel like I'm uniquely qualified to speak on this because I played Donkey Kong for the first time not three weeks ago. And <laughs> 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 let me tell you, it is wonderful. It is, you can spin. First of all, Donkey Kong is is weirdly light for someone as strong as he is. He can spin through the air like a ballerina and then pound the earth like a giant. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he's uh, charitable. He could dominate uh, the forest with his powers, but what does he choose to do instead? He chooses, <laughs> he chooses to carry 
smaller animals around with him. And uh, that is the pinnacle of charity. What has Bruce Springsteen done for anyone? I don't think he's ever helped a smaller creature than he is. Uh, he plays very expensive concerts for blue-collar <laughs> workers who idealize him. He's a, he's, a, uh, he's a grifter. I mean, in a way, ha- is he that different than Donald Trump? Don- <laughs> Donkey Kong is very different than Donald Trump. <laughs> he, he's not even the same species as Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, he's charitable. <laughs> he's strong. He's weirdly handsome for a monkey. <laughs> uh, how much time do I have left? Ten seconds. Um, <laughs> Donkey Kong rules. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I loved it. Well, you better get a power nap in because we've got way more of this to do. Yeah. Team Valor, have you chosen who will go first? May I take the floor? You may. may. Okay. Team Valor, two minutes on the clock. Bruce Springsteen is American hero of the working class. And as we know, Donkey Kong is a boss. He is wearing a tie. And as, <laughs> and as it is listed in the famous seminal DK rap, it says he's the leader of the bunch. You Ooh. know him well. That means he is an employer and cannot be trusted. Bruce Springsteen, on the other hand, sings the song of the American heart, beating in his chest, working for the man dreaming of getting out of this concrete jungle, ostensibly built by Donkey Kong. (laughs) Bruce Springsteen wears blue jeans that hugs his ass. Making America horny, DK wears no pants. He has no appreciation for American-made industry or asses. He's not respecting them with dungarees. He's not respecting them with overtime pay. (laughs) In fact, his work sites are quite hazardous, for they are littered with bananas. song jungle land he sings about trying to escape with wendy to a better life where jungle is he trying to escape from probably dk's jungle it sucks there first of all it's filled with hazards barrels are blowing up there's a fucking rhino for no reason and children working there diddy kong and dixie kong are underage why are they working for the dk crew Whose children are these? Bruce Springsteen? No children. Just a motorcycle and a dream and a saxophone player. (laughs) Yeah. I'm out of time. That's your time. Can I take the rebuttal on this? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. My uh, opponent. (laughs) It's not like the defense, right? It's like. Just. Yeah. You got got two minutes. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Katie Rose Leon would like you to believe that Donkey Kong 
is the only employer in the world. Let me draw your attention to a group of fellas known as the E Street Band. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Little Steven but an employee of Sir Bruce Springsteen? (laughs) Now, let me draw your attention to another E Street Band. This E, of course, stands for Eek, the sound that monkeys make. (laughs) (laughs) A certain Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, Funky Kong. (laughs) What do they all, all have in common, you may ask? Family. This is a family business, a small family business run in the global south, which is where Donkey Kong Country is. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let me tell you a little something I happen to know for a fact is that Bruce Springsteen does have a kid, and he listens to Ballin' Out Super. (laughs) This is a known fact. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No shit. Uh, Or at least he did at some point. Anyway, he has a son, and you know where his son is not... In the E Street Band. I don't think. <laughs> anyway, my, my, my case rests. <laughs> yeah. And your two minutes is uh, up. Jordan, closing remarks for Team Valor. Uh, all right, li- listen up. First off, the only eek we're talking about in this apartment is eek the cat. So get that shit out of here. <laughs> That's not a monkey sound. All right? Also, if we're talking about... If, we're, if you are saying that Donkey Kong Country is in the South, then that means that the Donkey Kong Country uh, country rap is actual country rap, which makes them a, like a, a team of Bubba Sparks, and that's not cool. That's not okay. <laughs> it's terrible music. Um, also, yeah, Bruce Springsteen didn't put his entire family in his working band because he doesn't, uh, he doesn't condone nepotism, which is very good. <laughs> So basically, you're just trying to defend your your monkey versions of Jeff Bezos in here, and that's ridiculous. Also, all of that, I I would like to add a a, a further point that I think the entire DK family is inspired by Bruce Springsteen because they're all dressed like different eras of him. (laughs) That is the only creativity they bring to the table. Otherwise, yeah, it's a mean corporation that is uh, probably abusing some kind of uh, animal and children code. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse than child abuse. It's chi- children of animal abuse. Uh, I don't know. That's it. That's the re- that's like that's it. I would like to call for a fact check on the eek sound, whether it's cats <laughs> or monkeys who make them. I have made my decision. First, I will say that I think monkeys can make an eek sound. Thank you. Jordan is correct. Thank you. Hold on. My cat just sat on my keyboard and turned on music. (laughs) It's very loud. Hold on. This is a nightmare. Jesus Christ. (laughs) One, I think Jordan uh, is correct. uh, Incorrect, excuse me. Uh, Monkeys can make an eek sound. However, the rules of his apartment do state that that is a Fox Kids home. And I do believe that the Donkey Kong television show was not on Fox Kids. Mm -hmm. Moving on. As much as I really was rooting for Team Leather to figure this one out and truly defend Donkey Kong, I don't think that they were adequately able to prove their case. Damn. 
I had an idea of what Bruce Springsteen was already in my head, uh, and you were working against that. However, you didn't use that to your fullest advantage, and instead you decided to go for the eek defense, which I thought was quite weak. So I will have to give it to uh, Team uh, uh, Valor for absolutely discovering that Donkey Kong is not a family business, but in fact a series of nepotism <laughs> that forced... And that the only reason we know about Funky Kong is because of his famous family. <laughs> Make it on your own merit, Funky Kong. Yeah, Funky Kong is totally the Tito of the Kong family. <laughs> yeah, dude. The Kong family is basically the Kennedys, and they've run out of interesting ones. All the good, all yeah, the good Kongs are Now we just get the weird dead. Kongs with the wet mouth. Thank you, Drew Kaufman, for crossing these arms across these engines, or whatever the lyric is. I can figure <laughs> it out fast enough. I think it's wrapping your hands across the engines. Thank you. I'm yeah. soaps. I have no excuse. Mm-hmm. Team Valor, as the winner, you get first choice. Okay. And your thing has been picked, <laughs> and it's great. Team, uh, team Leather, <laughs> your thing has also been picked. Oh no! This is gonna be awful. Uh, I love that you're giggling at words you wrote not 15 minutes ago. Well, here's the thing: as a as a like a solo item, both of these are very funny, but together they're even funnier. It's like Voltron, uh, and this Voltron okay. is made out of Team Leathers, the Insane Clown Posse. Beautiful. Uh, and love team, it. Sorry, uh, Team Team Valor is the Insane Clown Posse. Fuck. No. Damn it! They were first. <laughs> they were first, and team, team, team leathers, Ray Liotta. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> team insane clown posse. You have two minutes on the clock. All right. Well, if we're arguing uh, the majesty of the insane clown posse versus uh, the uh, cigarette death that is Ray Liotta. There's clearly no, there's no there's no contest. Ray Liotta doesn't have the power of the magic of the of the dark carnival behind him. He doesn't have he he doesn't have is there a Ray Liotta festival that happens every year? If there is, I'd like to know about it, but I haven't heard about it. Is Ray Liotta supporting small economies, growing talent? Your honor, one at a time. It's true. <laughs> yes, one at a time. One at a time. <laughs> I want it. Where is Ray Liotta's soda? Has he adopted a soda? <laughs> Maybe uh, I. If you told me he was sponsored by Shasta, I would believe you. But I. He's <laughs> not. It's not a part of it. Um, Ray Liotta also hasn't been in a relevant movie since Wild Hogs. Meanwhile, <laughs> the Insane Clown Posse has turned from uh, like like most hated band to uh like uh, uh like a societal ironic love and it's come full circle and now people genuinely like the insane clown posse and there is an article every week about someone going to their festival and learning about uh, about how wait actually juggalos are very nice people they're just they they they're the uh they're the subgroup of people that have really accepted uh that uh, like uh, how to be themselves, and uh, that's the end of my bullshit right now. And your time, and your time is cool. up. Team leather. Team leather, 
have you decided who will speak? You got anything? (laughs) 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 I'm just like scanning frantically on Ray Liotta's Wikipedia page. I come to this. You have two minutes on the clock. Thank you. (laughs) I come to this. uh, uh, I come to this with humility because I know that Ray Liotta is only one man. (laughs) 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 But he is one man with a a very interesting face. In fact, I don't think you could name a lot of actors with a face more interesting than Ray Liotta's. It's a little bit radish, and at the same time, kind of handsome, and at the same time, I don't trust this guy. (laughs) That's a lot of things for a face to be on one human male. Now, (laughs) Ray Liotta is an underrated actor because... He often blends in. You know, he's not he's not the the Joe Pesci with the fiery temper. He's not the uh, you know, the the Robert De Niro with the uh, kind of sympathetic like huh face. <laughs> <laughs> he is really out. He's just he's just a guy who you don't trust, but you kind of like. He's kind of solid. And he's also very active in his local Democrat club, which is <laughs> admirable. And uh, I don't know if the insane clown posse can say the same. I don't know if they can say that they're active in their local Democrats club, but Ray Liotta can say that because Ray Liotta is a guy who defies expectation. Ray Liotta is a guy who plays the man's man. <laughs> and uh, Oh God, this is going terribly. Uh, <laughs> The man's man in, in, uh, in Martin Scorsese movies. But then for a photo shoot, shoot he'll wear a very bright purple robe. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else underneath, which I think is a, 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 a movement for body positivity amongst older men. <laughs> right. <laughs> so in conclusion, uh, Ray Liotta, you're just one man, but you're our man. <laughs> Team, team Valor, your retort. You say Ray Liotta's face is multiple things. It's both ugly and trustworthy and interesting at the same time. That is easy for one face to do, but imagine a whole group of people, <laughs> dichotomous, a posse, if you will. Yes, Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope are clowns, but they're also musicians, entrepreneurs, <laughs> Advocates, activists, wrestling promoters, soda connoisseurs, (laughs) scientists. They are bringing people together. While Ray Liotta and his douche chills are tearing us apart. (laughs) Is he hot? Maybe. I don't know. Are Juggalos fun? Yes. Solid <laughs> answers. If Ray Liotta were to enter the Dark Carnival, would he survive? 
I mean, he would terrify everybody. I don't want to run into him when I'm just trying to enjoy a fuego on the Ferris wheel. Yes, there is an actual carnival at gathering. I rest my case. <laughs> Team Leather, your closing arguments. Now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. My my opponent, Katie Rose Leon, would like you to believe that there is but one clown in this world, and it is the eternal clown of the Dark Carnival. But what I would posit to you is that there are multiple clowns. There are, there are potentially millions of clowns, but not a one of them is Violet J or Shag 2 Dope in a role in a Batman movie. <laughs> There will never be a Joker played by Shaggy Two Dope nor Violent J. However, however, if they were to make a Batman Beyond live action film, may I ask you, is there a better candidate to play that old crusty ass Joker than Mr. Ray Liotta? Is that a, that's, it, that's all I got. I would like to fact check that I would like to fact check the claim that Ray Liotta is not a scientist. <laughs> that is correct. Team Leather, you have 30 seconds left if you have anything else you'd like yeah, to say. Yeah, uh, Goodfellas is a good-ass movie, and uh, <laughs> also Ray Liotta was in that one, Turbulence. You remember that one where he's a prisoner, and uh, he's getting transported on an airplane, and he takes the soap thing out of the soap thing <laughs> in the airplane bathroom. He sticks it in the cop's stomach, and he pumps the blood out with the soap thing. That's pretty cool. Shaggy 2 Dope never did that. Violent J never did that. I rest my case. <laughs> I have to add once Time. again, very active in his local Democrats club. <laughs> I don't know of one member of the insane clown posse or the juggalo cult that does that. Thank you. All right. All right. I'm sorry, cult. I, 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 I have sorry. made up my Slander? mind. I'm sorry. Sorry, Did they sl- juggalos not march on Washington for nothing? I believe that the time is up. I'm sorry, and that your but statements I am must calling end. slander. Slander in the courtroom. Yes. However, 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 I have made up my mind, and anything that you say afterwards will be considered conjecture, I think. I don't exactly know what conjecture is. That's probably conjecture, yeah. That sounds right. I think that might be conjecture. (laughs) Sound off in the comments if you know Uh, what conjecture is. Conjecture is Uh, a hardcore band from Greenpoint. (laughs) Oh, man. I got my nose broken by conjecture last week. It was fucking sick. It was fucked up. Yeah, Sound Off is the best album. (laughs) They were opening up for order. Yeah, my buddy Louie plays drums in that band. He asked if we could be on the podcast. I told him to fuck off. Oh, dude, it would be so funny to to do a judge tribute band, but you're called Lawyer. No, public defense. <laughs> nice. Public defense. Would be good, yeah. <laughs> My decision has been made. I... This was a hard one. And I'm going to tell you why this was a hard one. Because you I love that, lasagna. I think that with Insane Clown Posse comes a lot of um, broad concepts. But you guys spoke a lot about 
the Juggalos, which is the legacy of the Insane Clown Posse, mm. but it is not the Insane Clown Posse themselves. Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope are not out in the streets performing tricks and hustling. <laughs> it is their followers. And it was a smart decision, I think, of Team Leather to market Ray Liotta as an underdog. <laughs> uh, truly, somehow they convinced me that this guy who is worth a lot of money is somehow more grassroots than a bunch of dudes who put on clown makeup and got over being felons by rapping. What is his net worth? Do you have it pulled up? Uh, I'm sure at least $60 million. I think... He's probably made some sour investments. I'd say probably yeah. around twenty All by right. now. Dude definitely did not fuck up. Um, but I but I would say that I think in terms of argument, I think what you guys said really made me believe in the power of Ray Liotta <laughs> and his influence on the world. Um, honestly, the the idea of just saying Goodfellas is a good ass movie works well considering that. You know, we didn't mention big money hustlers or big money rustlers. Yeah. The movies of Insane Clown Boss uh-huh. by name, whereas Ray Liotta has a legacy that can be remembered. But I will say that it, I would like to. Uh, you guys win, but I will say that you lose points for not mentioning how beautiful Ray Liotta's eyes are. I couldn't see him in any of the pictures. They were pretty. They're set very far back in his head. Also, you don't Ray Liotta hasn't to been Ray in a Batman eyes. movie. No, I was saying he would be a very good old oh. Joker in a Batman Beyond movie. Okay. He'd, he this looks just like him. This <laughs> room is biased. I do not appreciate this. I would like a different judge. I am going to petition the court in the future to have this overturn. Overlook out for 2020 when my justice is served. Yeah, this is... <laughs> This decision was made off of like... Uh, this is now like... Is the clown... Is the insane clown posse... The ju- uh, in- does it include the Juggalos or not? They, the Insane Clown Posse themselves would tell you that it does. So now we're in some like Bill Clinton definition of the word is bullshit right now. I would, like, would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. What but I would, would say Ray Liotta is agree guys- to those terms? I don't think he would. I'm just saying. Our judge is currently wearing a gold chain and sunglasses. He is biased in the favor of Ray Liotta. <laughs> It's true. He's also the only one who would think of to put that actor in a hat of all of us. So biased already. But also, you still can't. You you also cannot prove like Slash is a juggalo. Many people like every cast member of Big Money Hustlers is an honorary juggalo. You can't prove that Ray Liotta is not. That's true. But I would say that you both you didn't focus your argument on either. The legacy of the the two uh, founding members of the Insane Clown Posse versus his followers. You guys, you guys, you guys alternated between both, and you didn't make it clear which was the Juggalos and which was the Insane Clown Posse. Look, I know we need they... to keep the points even to keep it moving, so let's just, <laughs> like, let's just go to my, the next. I am thing. resting my case, and I am accepting your verdict for now. But time will show. Who is the true victor of this argument? <laughs> yes, and it will probably be the Insane Clown Posse because for some reason I think Ray Liotta is going to get cancer real soon. <laughs> Damn. All right. He's on. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's in the chat. <laughs> Fucking F's in the chat for my boy Ray Liotta. <laughs> yes. Dick's out for Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everybody hold up right. your chantics for Ray Liotta. Team, team Leather gets first pick, and your pick has been chosen. 
This feels Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what exactly are we deciding? <laughs> are we deciding Team Valor? Oh. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be real weird. This is what we get Couldn't for like possibly be weirder. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had cons- could not possibly be weirder than Insane Clown Posse and Ray Liotta. How yeah. could it be? He says dot dot dot. Team Leather, your choice Team is corn with a K. Team Valor, your choice is Van Halen. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. How will this turn out? Yeah, Team Team Leather, corn with a K. Two minutes on the clock. All right. Here's the thing, everybody, is I am not an old-ass man. <laughs> I am a young-ass man, in fact, and to me, corn is Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the cultural significance of two bands to this world, and I ask you, can you differentiate corn from Van Halen, if not by generation and nothing else? <laughs> Uh yeah, there the uh yeah Van Halen sucks ass, and uh, I know Drew's gonna pick Van Halen because he likes Van Halen. So I don't know, man. Corn rules. Uh, uh, hail Satan. Fuck off. I would just like to point out that I do really like the Insane Clown Posse as a concept more than Ray Liotta. I'm basing this off of your decisions and trying to be as fair as possible. But giving up like that, yeah, is a fucking bummer. I would say that to- my on, opponent man. is weak and feeble. Uh, much like the members of Corn, for you see <laughs> that Corn came out bla- guns blazing, heavy guitars dropping their tunes, doing weird scats. We're like these boys love evil shit and being menaces. But I ask you, where are two out of their members now? Evangelical Christians. <laughs> what is Van Halen doing now? I'm assuming. Steaming their kimonos and having sex with weird women in Japan. I have purchased one David Lee Roth's tattoo cream, and let me tell you, I cannot <laughs> praise it enough. They look like I just got them. Yes, I am not the biggest Van Halen fan. One would argue I don't technically like them. But here I am saying that I will defend that Van Halen is better than Korn in the sense that they are fully committed to their Van Halenness to the end while Korn kind of aged out and got weird. And it hurts me to say that. I want nothing more than my wallet chain heart to have Korn out here defending my truth. But they're not. They're not here for me. They are no longer slapping bases in the name of evil creation. They're doing it for the Lord. And who gives a shit? I want to get crabs on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, because of Jeremy's sour attitude, Lucy, you will now have to defend Corn with a C against Van Halen. Wait. What? No, no, no. no. That's going to be much easier for me, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. You got this. Corn with a C? I feel like it's an unfair advantage at this point. Maybe, maybe not. Let's see what happens. Uh, You know, Corn is the kind of thing, it's versatile. It's the kind of thing you can turn. It's honestly the heartland of America, if you if you really want to think about it. I mean, th- how many people has corn fed in the world? Just because it's so easy to grow, it's so cheap to grow. How many people has it fed? I mean, how many people has Van Halen fed? 
is what you really need to think about it. Not many. I mean, they've basically been getting fat off of, uh, you know, sick licks for their entire lives. <laughs> Meanwhile, Corn is here doing the heavy lifting, feeding America and feeding the world. And, you know, also Corn is, uh, you know, look, it's often. <laughs> you got this, Lucy. It is often, often tastes good. <laughs> You know, on the cob. (laughs) 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 On the cob, if you want to skid it off the cob and and pretend that you're torturing a a, a rival, you know, that can be fun too. Uh, But the point is, honestly, the main point is corn feeds a lot of people. A lot of us would be dead without corn. How many of us would be dead without Van Halen? Me. <laughs> uh, can I start? <laughs> Jordan, I yes, but you are defending Van Halen against Corn with a C. Right. Okay. Well, first off, I want to say uh, uh, just for uh, my uh, first opponent's argument, uh, I would like to point out that Sir Jeremy Hammond has no hair on his head. He has gray in his beard. He is 100% inarguably an old ass man. Correct. <laughs> I would like that argument stricken from the record. Uh, and then versus Van Halen versus Corn with the C. Lucy said that uh, that Van Halen, like who has Van Halen fed? Well, Lucy, um, thanks to a Van Halen song, I now know what a dirty water dog is, and I can eat one, <laughs> <laughs> and I will eat one. So that has fed me. Also. If I've learned anything from Van Halen, it's that you can fuck a car. And if you can fuck a car, you can eat a car. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. (laughs) The defense rests. Well. I would like to defend on my own from here out. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we've all heard... (laughs) Obviously, we've all heard the colloquial phrase, if you can fuck it, you can eat. <laughs> but I would like yes. to fact, fact check that. Uh, it is, I am from Rhode Island, and that is a thing that we say. <laughs> Quahog. Um, well, this is going to be a first in uh, two minutes of debate night history. Because we had to split uh, the topic... I am actually going to be awarding Team Valor two points because they proved that both Corn oh, and Corn fail to Van Halen. I uh, would have uh, liked to have heard some more remarks from uh, from Team Valor about uh, high fructose corn syrup and how corn is uh, destroying people's bodies all over the world, but uh, never thought to fuck corn. Now we have something to do this afternoon. I would just like to say that I, uh, while I am not happy to have won this from a personal standpoint, I would just like to point out that I am a professional and mm-hmm. I will defend my client till the end, no matter what. And I will not give up out the gate, unlike some weak people in this room, Jeremy Hammond. So think about that when you need someone to fight mercilessly for your bullshit. KRL. Attorneys at law. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy, you have permission to cut a promo. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I ran out of ideas, and uh, that's just what happens sometimes. 
improv is not an easy thing to do sometimes. Also correct. <laughs> that is why I am judging. Um, who wants a bathroom break? Uh, I, need to, I need to pee. Me. Yeah, let's all pee. All right, and we're all back from pee-pee-poo-poo. Uh, Valor is up ahead uh, with three points, while uh, Leather is trailing behind with one. So... Uh, I will let Valor have the first pick. Do it. And, and it is chosen. <laughs> and I am laughing at my own joke. See, I am a little concerned that we let Drew write all of these. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. We're trapped in your fun house. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter? You guys don't like Ray Liotta or Van Halen? <laughs> We're going to be trapped in Drew's Dark Carnival. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of cats there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> team, team Valor. <laughs> He's laughing with his shoulders. That's how you know this is gonna go bad. Team Valor. Blink one eighty two. Team Leather. Henry Rollins. Oh okay. yeah! Oh boy! Now we're prepared. Okay. The fans wanted this. Uh, they just don't know it. Katie, you have two minutes on the clock to defend Blink-182. My clients, Blink-182, might not be the smartest people in the world, nor are they the most likable, but Blink-182 has done nothing in their lives except present us face value that they are Blink-182. They are dumbass puppy men from SoCal with not a thought in their heads except a couple of rocks and a horniness for a 16-year-old girl. Henry Rollins, on the other hand, is a charlatan. Yes, he wants us to think he's a singer and a buff man, but he desperately wants you to think he is smart. And he is not smart. He is a mountain of muscles and doo-doo. And he has no right to make us think that he is anything other than a fucking pair of gym shorts shouting into a microphone. But oh, no, no, he wants us to get in the van. Blink way to... Sweet, simple dumbasses, even in the year 2019, still singing songs about getting their heart broken and laying on the bathroom floor. I say, while they are not the most palatable group of fellas on the planet, at least they are being themselves. But I'm done. Time. (laughs) (laughs) Team Leather, your response. Okay. Katie Rose Leon would like you to believe that Blink-182 have always presented themselves as affable, cute dumbasses. But may I point out to you a certain album, uh, you may recognize the title, (laughs) Blink-182. A self-titled album where Blink-182, quote-unquote, grew up and decided to uh, portray that to the world by playing songs in minor keys and being sad about every goddamn thing. You know who did that a million goddamn years ago? One Henry Rollins (laughs) with Black Flag. And you know why they did it? Because people were beating them up at shows and they wanted to be mean to them. (laughs) You know why Blink-182 did it? Because it made sense as a career move. <laughs> and that's that's all I got for that one. Get him, Jeremy. Yeah. Jordan, would you like to jump in with a rebuttal, or would you like me yeah. to continue driving this train? Officer, 
I would like to comment on the remarks of one Jeremy Hammond. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the guy from Knives Out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that accent the whole time. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy is, br- is it, uh, brings up uh, the fact that uh, that self-titled Blink-182 was a career move. Isn't everything that Henry Rollins has done since 1987 a career movie? <laughs> he's in mo- he's in movies like Heat. He's in FX TV shows. He's he's every he's he's not one to be an actor. He's doing it to put more cash in his pocket. That's why he is selling his poetry as him live doing stand up for some reason. He yeah, it's it's uh he, everything about him is a is a, is a for sale sticker. Meanwhile, what happened with Blink-182 when they made their sad album? It was based on the decision of one Tom DeLonge, who eventually had to leave the band because he was dragging the band in a direction that was not them. And now he is a separate entity from Blink-182, and they are back to doing exactly what they should, which is singing about farts and women who are way too young for them. (laughs) Sticking to the brand! Blink-182 is more authentic than Henry Rollins, and that's what this argument is about for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) The defense rests. Lucy, two minutes on the clock. I expected Henry Rollins to be criticized for a lot of things tonight. But one thing I never expected him to be criticized for was having a job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he is standing up. (laughs) I'm sorry that Henry Rollins is a man. I'm sorry that he takes responsibility for himself. I apologize sincerely on behalf of Henry Rollins that he respects intelligence and dedication to humanity and a dedication to the well-being of the world and doesn't just sit around tugging at his own dick looking for praise. And what does Henry Rollins do with his celebrity? He encourages sobriety and a, and a, and a realistic pursuit of goals. Instead of these nimrods, <laughs> what do they encourage? Hey, let's stay fucking uh, nine years old forever and tug at our puds and, 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 and be morons. <laughs> So I apologize for the crime Henry Rollins has committed. I come here not to celebrate Henry Rollins, but to bury him. (laughs) For being a a responsible man who cares about the well-being of others. What did did you say? Tug at their nubs? (laughs) Tug at puds. Oh, puds. Of course. Tug a pun. That's a classic saying. <laughs> I have I'll never go, heard that in my entire I'll life. I'll go on my record that that's a classic saying. <laughs> that's that, a classic that, saying. For masturbation. Yes, I am from Rhode Island. We may be on other sides, but I, I respect Lucy as an opponent and connoisseur of phrases for masturbation. Drew, just because you're wearing sunglasses inside and actual gold, it does not mean you're from Rhode Island. <laughs> I can name two towns in Rhode Island. I'm from Rhode Island. Providence, and I think Quahog is real. Why is... Why? I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I think it's real. <laughs> Buddy Cianci. Um, 
This was a hard one, but I do have to say that the impassioned uh, 12 Angry Men plea of Lucy to both remind us that Blink-182 still masturbate in their 50s and that Henry Rollins should be respectfully buried in the ground like the dead person he is. I think I have to give it to them. Um, Because I also don't know if I agree with the argument about Tom DeLonge. I think actually... Tom DeLonge leaving the band was a, a good thing for him because he then went on to prove that aliens exist and he saved a bunch of children, uh, leaving behind a bunch of shitty adults. So I, I, I think the, I, I, the I argument think the, wasn't that whether Tom DeLonge was was better off. I'm just saying the 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 it was the argument that they changed their brand. Uh, I don't think that they changed their brand though. I think that actually it remained the same because I think that. For the most part, Mark Hoppus has always been in charge, and that's why it's been that clever mix of uh, farty and wisdom uh, <laughs> that the children love, the children who are in their 30s. Uh, so, yes, I will be giving this one to Team Leather. I think that they did a, a very Apt. good job. Now I can we die. Are... <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, Hanukkah You mirror. stood up. That was, that was my uh, I am Iron Man moment. I don't think I have anything left. <laughs> <laughs> which do you have to specify on this podcast which I am Iron Man moment? Were you being Ozzy Osbourne or being Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> Wait, which one? Oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Well, I'll wait. I think that we're coming to a close, and I think it's time for the 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 lightning round, okay. which is worth two points. Oh. So, oh. Team Leather, if you if you get the lightning round correct, uh, you will. Win, and Team Valor. If you get the lightning round correct, you will destroy them. Wait, what does a lightning round mean in this instance? Uh, it's just the same thing as last time, where we're gonna. <laughs> just gonna I have, I have a pre-written something versus something. Um, but if you get it wrong, you go to the electric chair. <laughs> Can't wait. So to it's die. not a lightning round. It's just the point. There's more points. Yeah, it's uh, it's the. Master of Puppets round. I don't know. Do yeah, you? it's like a power hour. Yeah, Lightning yeah. round just means you do it very fast. Yeah, you do it faster. Yeah. Okay, we're not doing that. This will be very slow. I think. <laughs> <laughs> double right. jeopardy. It's double jeopardy. Yeah. There right. you go. Yeah. Double jeopardy. So I have a uh, a coin that I had pressed at the Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> and I'm going to flip it. Okay. Heads has been chosen. And flat side, which is not heads, has been chosen. Uh, Valor is your winning. Would you like heads or flat? Or uh, um, yeah, Valor. Uh, we want heads. You want heads? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the coin is flat. <laughs> he, he dropped it. <laughs> okay. I flipped it. That means that you guys get. I didn't think about this well enough. Okay. Heads. Is- <laughs> Let's do this again. Drew, I have I a love penny you. that I flattened it to Santa Monica Pier. Choice one is heads. Choice two is flat side with nothing on it. Okay, heads. Team, you want heads again? Yes. Yeah. Again? Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys got heads. You, you get choice number one. Okay. You must defend horse the band. Okay. And that means Team Leather must defend... An actual horse. <laughs> I knew, I knew it. 
and knew that was going to be the other one. I would just like to take a moment to say that we all love and appreciate Drew, but maybe being an authority figure on the podcast is not for you. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Team Valor, you have two minutes on the clock. Yes, horses. They have galloped us around and delivered us to many a places, but horses are fucking terrifying. They're huge, they can kick your face in, and they're owned by uppity snobs in 80s movies. Horse the band, band of the people. They made video games cool again. They made thrashing around like a little weenie. Uh, <laughs> a safe space to do spin kicks. The song's about Birdo, a trans icon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> horses done for the community nothing except terrify me at marches when you're at the queer per march who's there cops on horses real horses horse the band play in an after show maybe i don't know are they back together i didn't think this through horse the band <laughs> write a theme song for kenny omega please my rest of my case yeah <laughs> unless jordan's allowed to jump in i'm sure he has stuff to say is there more time uh, no, but if you want to do it this way where you guys tag team and then they tag team, we can do it that way. Well, uh, we can't now. I you have, have to make a rule, Drew. <laughs> uh, you can't keep changing the rules. Yes, we can. Tag team rules. Jordan, jump in. But there isn't any more time. Okay, whatever. Uh, you got two minutes now. Okay. Extension. I would like to, uh, to point out that in defense of Horse the Band versus Horses, um, Horse the Band never died and then sent Tony Soprano on a weird, irrational <laughs> killing spree at the end of season three of Sopranos. I would like to point that out, that they have never caused uh, a weird, uh, horrible decisions in the mafia. Also, Horse the Band has never kicked me in the face, causing me, to, uh, ruining my summer camp um, <laughs> experience. Uh, horses are dangerous. I have experienced uh, the danger of a horse uh, and uh, also... That horse was not just a danger to me. It then went like went crazy and impaled itself on a fence because horses are crazy <sighs> and they're stupid. The of it. <laughs> yeah, right. the horse committed suicide in the worst <laughs> way I've ever heard. Well, horse the band I heard is reuniting through a quick Google, so they live. Absolutely, write the Kenny Omega theme song. It will be great. Please write all of the songs in AEW because you're that good, Horse the Band, and they have a Jingle Punks account. Bye. Time. <laughs> team Leather. Tag Team Leather. All right. So let's Do open it. this by addressing something that was said uh, by Katie Rose Leon, which is that uh, uh, horses are exclusively used by the rich. And let me let me point out to you that before the invention of the automobile... Uh, horses were used by goddamn everybody to do goddamn everything, and horses plowed fields. They they uh, they they pulled uh, you know uh, uh, streetcars. Streetcars before they were electrified were pulled by horses. You know, horses did all sorts of things. What has horse the band done but rewrite the same song about cutsmen over and over again? 
and just plug in a new video game character each time. Ooh, wow, this one's about uh, Dr. Robotnik. Ooh, it's a new one. Anyways, horses are fucking cool. They're muscular. Nobody in Horse the Band has muscles at all. They're all skinny little wieners. Their teeth are way smaller than a horse's teeth are. That's... That's you fucking can't prove whack. that. I can definitely prove it. I will hold them up next to each other, I swear to God, because everybody in Horse the Band is skinny enough that I could get them to stand next to a horse. They would be too afraid of me to say no. <laughs> their, their faces are not as long as a horse's face. That's pretty whack, too. Uh, also, horses, a lot of the time, are uh, cooler colors than anybody in Horse the Band. Uh, they're, they're sometimes brown or black or gray. Nobody in Horse the Band isn't white, I don't think. <laughs> And that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Lucy, your closing remarks. Horses. There's a, There are many stories in our canon about horses being abused uh, by humans. You got Black Beauty. You got War Horse. Uh, you got many <laughs> others. Uh, you got Animal Farm. Uh, okay, that's a horse being abused by other animals, but still. <laughs> there's a... Uh, and, and what is Horse the Band made up of? Human beings. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, also, I would, I would point out that cops riding horses as, is a, at this point is a novelty at best, and when a cop rides a horse, they look pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> so I would actually credit the horse with that, making a cop look foolish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but horses... Uh, have uh, been a companion to many people, rich and poor. I mean, they escort. Uh, it was a horse that escorted uh, Joel and Ellie around uh, for the bulk of Last of Us before it was killed by human beings. Uh, horses are also objectively cute. Uh, but I don't know if most humans are cute. Most of them are pretty fucking scummy looking, honestly. <laughs> and I would imagine, I've never seen the members of Horse the Band, but I would imagine they're no exception. <laughs> um, uh, Correct. Yes. Uh, horses are, uh, as Jeremy pointed out, horses are strong. The members of Horse the Band, I don't think they could lift as much as a horse. Um, and uh, in conclusion, horses rule. Uh, do we def- do defense now? Uh, okay. (laughs) I guess. All right. Um, since we're doing this, uh, I'd like to point out that, uh, Jeremy himself, but the defense, my opponent pointed out that horses haven't been, uh, like practically relevant for society since there weren't cars. So, uh, point there. Also, you can't. We're arguing a horse versus all of horse the band. You can't argue that a horse's teeth is longer than five gentlemen's teeth <laughs> together. Also, all of the band. <laughs> like stacked on top of each yeah. other like a wizard staff? Yeah, no, 100%. No, that no, is, Your Honor. Listen, this is ridiculous. We lost, we lost the argument for not addressing the band itself the, in an earlier round. It's the band altogether. The band, uh, all the members of Horse the Band probably have a pretty decent muscle Mm. definition just from being alive uh, and could compare to that of an actual horse. Also, maybe five men could maybe lift more than one horse because it's one horse we're debating, ladies and gentlemen. Also, in order to write songs so in-depth about Mega Man, 
implies that Horse <laughs> the Band has beat Mega Man. Mega Man games are notoriously incredibly <laughs> difficult games. So that means Horse the Band, besides being talented musicians, people with muscle definition, <laughs> also are skilled gamers. Great hand-eye <laughs> when coordination. When is the last time a horse has beat Mega Man? <laughs> Not in a long time. <laughs> Too I long. I say nay to that, good sir. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> I may be a simple country lawyer, but when I hear a song called Cutsman, it does not make me think, wow, these men have definitely beaten a Mega Man game. It makes me think they have seen Mega Man the animated series, and they are familiar mm. with the character. Now, let me ask you something. If a member of Horse the Band were to step on, say, a tack or a nail or a staple... <laughs> What would happen to their barefoot? It would be deeply harmed. And let me ask you another question. What do we do to, to horses routinely? We nail metal to their feet. Mm. <laughs> they are durable, strong feet. <laughs> that will not be taken down by a mere thumbtack, which you might use to put up a tool poster. <laughs> My rebuttal is that if a man breaks his leg, he gets a cast and continues to play and horse the band. When a horse breaks a leg, we shoot horses, don't they? Yeah, (laughs) we do. Let me ask you then, Katie, what happens to a horse when it writes a bad song? It goes on being a horse. What happens to Horse the Band? They get forgotten. They get left behind in the MySpace era. They're reuniting! They're reuniting and making more money than they ever did before. Order! Order! <laughs> um, I just want to spend the rest of my time talking about other things. That can I- <laughs> That can happen to sensitive human feet. <laughs> For one thing, human feet can get a, a athlete's foot. I've never heard of a horse getting athlete's foot. <laughs> no athlete's hoof. Horses ride around in mud. They, they, they run around in mud. They run around in water. They, they swim. Never get, never once heard a case of athlete's hoof. And uh, what else can happen to human feet? Human feet, you know, nails get fucked up. Nails get fungus underneath them. Nails break off. Have you ever seen a a grown man when his nail gets broken off? Why do you think you're listening to a little baby? (laughs) (laughs) What has to happen to a horse for, for it to be incapacitated? Its whole fucking leg has to get fucked up. You'll never hear of a horse complaining because it, its foot is a little itchy. Horses are strong animals. They're durable animals. And uh, they have a, a pathway to the human heart that is unexplained, <laughs> but very powerful. I rest my case. I think, I think that's, I think we're, I think we did it. I think we <laughs> solved it. Well, first I would like to address uh, a couple of these talking points. Uh, First of all, the implication that uh, horses have long teeth, but if you were to take every members of the band's teeth, 
pull them out and line them up together <laughs> that they are somehow longer than a horse's tooth. It's I, I don't think that that stands. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Factually, it does stand. It does stand. It does It's a stand. measurement. It's length. <laughs> but what Are about you power, Your Honor? Members what of about the power? Band or previous members as well? Current and previous. It's a. It's the band. We're talking. If we're talking about the band, they're literally called the band. Your Honor, I'd also like to fact check whether or not we were ever arguing for one single horse or horses overall. Can Can you pull up that uh, that tag again? He said an actual say, horse. I did say an actual horse. However, horses as a concept and a non-specific horse kind of blur. It's it's. In theory, you could be talking about the horse that kicked Jordan in the face or the horse that didn't kick Jordan in the face. We'll <laughs> never know. Um, it's definitely a gray area, and I've taken it into consideration. Well, I still have to address the tooth thing because it's fucking weird. I think that if you were to take all of the teeth in one horse's mouth and you were to take all of the teeth in everybody who was ever in Horse the Band, I think in terms of pure volume, I would assume that you have more teeth stuff from one <laughs> horse i think so their teeth are fucking huge dude their teeth are so goddamn big <laughs> teeth are massive it's length no i didn't say like i said so i just size overall i was picturing like dropping them into water which displaces more water yeah i think a horse tooth would displace more water than a horse the band tooth <laughs> And again, if you were to take all of the teeth and line them up, it would be really long. That is correct. But it would be really skinny. And girth is, I think, uh, more important when it comes to it. That's tooth. what they say. <laughs> I've read this on, on the they internet. They do say um, that. <laughs> however, I will books. say that horses, horses are quite strong. But if there's one thing that horses don't do is lift. They have stuff placed on their backs, but horses do not lift. That you don't counts see a as horse. lifting. That counts as lifting. You can lift with your back. That's absolutely lifting. Humans are generally advised not to lift with their back because their backs are so scrawny and weak. But a horse, because right. it's very strong, can lift. It's with the its only back. way they advise them to lift. <laughs> yes, but horses can't lift weights, which humans can, and gain their strength. You don't see a horse curling barbells. So weights I don't are think just the a lift analogy works. Uh, your honor, your honor, that is a human designed weight. Weights are a construction of overall weight, which a horse I can would lift say more. The lifting of. is a concept of man, and therefore man will win when it comes to lifting. <laughs> madness, but pure madness. I will say, I will say that the argument of that video games are hard and that counts as heavy lifting uh, is a good argument. But I will say that Jeremy's <laughs> argument that just because you talk about video games doesn't mean that you actually beat the video games is also correct. And I know this because I didn't beat Super Mario 64 until I was 26 and lied about it very often in my youth. Um, so I think that, truthfully, I've set myself up here. No matter what I choose, you all will call me an asshole because you know how much I love both Horse the Band and how much I think horses as a concept are funny. But I think that the best arguments were made by Team Leather. I have to go with them. Woo! Because what they said about horses were true, and what they said as negatives about Horse the Band were also true. So congratulations to Team Leather, um, who have won both this tournament uh, and what I choose to have my shoes made out of when I can't get horse. <laughs> yep. While I disagree with your decision, I respect your right to make it. 
Indeed. But I will be taking this up with the Bar Association. Also, as the although we have won, I would like the judge investigated for anti-horse bias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anti-horsetism. I'm going to be thinking about <laughs> horse teeth and jacking off for like a week after this. <laughs> Tug your pud to a horse tooth. Oh, hor- horsey semitism. <laughs> horsey, yeah. All right. So that was a show. Yeah. yeah that was an hor- episode of this. Uh, <laughs> yep. Plugs. You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please listen to me and Jeremy's other show about anime. Balling out. Horse. It's really fun and I like it. Yep. And uh, find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. Obviously, check out Ballin' at Super. And also check out my other podcast. It's about movies and it's called Generation Loss. It's good and I like it. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Steinbag, and you can also check out my other podcast with Ray Kump called Our Love is Disgusting. And uh, for the record, I do really like Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, this is this is Judge Drew with his sunglasses on. You can follow me on at diet underscore hellboy. I don't have any other podcasts, and I, uh, I, don't, I don't want another one. No one asked you! <laughs> Katie, you want to start a podcast? No. I'm All right, well that's fair. Uh, you can f- follow the the show at Two Minutes to Late Night on Instagram at Two M Two L N on Twitter. Please support the show at HonorableSwords.com. It is a link to our Patreon. It also has links to uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, like li- uh, like playlists of the entire season one, all of our sketches. Uh, it has links to our merch. Everything is there. HonorableSwords.com. We should probably call it Two Minutes Late Night.com, but we're really stubborn and we really think the sword thing is super funny. We yeah. actually uh, we have Two Minutes Late Night.com too. If you type in Two Minutes Late Night.com, it goes to Honorable Swords. But don't do it. Don't do it. Don't type, fucking do don't it. Do don't it, fucking do it. Be cool. Be cool. Do what we think is move. funny, okay? Do what we think we should Then all... we'll think you're cool and we'll say you're our friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to be friends with Jeremy, right? <laughs> we are, we should also hold an auction for the Honorable Sword yeah. that never ends. So technically, it's an honorable sword. It's technically a sword website. If you win the honorable sword for an extra $1,000, you can end my life with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stab Katie, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.